0: Welcome back. Last week we interviewed Mike Vivasis, the newly appointed coach for the Savannah Party Animals and what a party that was. Today we're going to keep the adrenaline going with my next guest. I am Grayson Knight and this is Baseball Podcast Our Fun. I just turned 13 and I've started thinking about what it will be like playing high school baseball. Lucky for us, I am joined today by Kyle Bailey, assistant coach of the Appalachian High School Wildcat baseball and softball teams. Coach Bailey will talk to us about life in baseball and what high school coaches expect from incoming freshmen. Bonus, Kyle Bailey is here with me live and in my kitchen. Hey coach, thanks for being here, how are you?
1: What's going on, Grayson? I'm excited about this, man. This has been really, uh, really cool to be able to uh, think about it. Oh, let me get my uh, let me get and my your, stuff.
0: And your hat. Yeah, I've
1: got a, a little present for Grayson today. I brought him a little bit of Appalachian swag, so this Thank is you. some uh, something for him to be able to don. Either not just in the podcast, but also all the time. Hopefully, he'll be able to rock some blue and gold for a little while. Mm-hmm.
0: And I've got you something. Our very own baseball podcasts are fun. Oh my She's gosh!
1: There. Look at this thing. It looks just like you too i think you might have done a pretty good job did you do that artwork no, no it
0: was like like someone who does artwork for like me and does like uh he has some artwork in my room i'll show you that later awesome that's uh, gonna be really cool but well, yeah, thank we, you we a few pictures and he just made that perfect i yeah. love this so hope you're ready uh i like to get the origin story of all my guests so okay what's yours related to baseball
1: uh, well, honestly, I have been playing baseball since I was three years old. Um, I started playing when uh, just my, my dad was a high school baseball coach. My brother was a high school player. Um, I started playing when I was really, really little, fell in love with the game for a long time, uh, played travel ball all growing up, went into high school baseball Played. Um, eventually went to Anderson University, which is a uh, division two school up in South Carolina. That's where I played baseball in college. Um, once I graduated, I uh, tried to do a, a little bit of professional stuff after a little while, but it uh, didn't go well for me. Uh, so I started getting into coaching and, and I've loved it ever since. It's, uh, it's been really fun for the last, well, seven years, I guess, doing all the doing coaching. So it, it's, been a, it's been a fun ride for sure.
0: So you grew up in Georgia, right?
1: Yes. So I actually, uh, we're in Duluth right now, right? So um, I am a Gwinnett County kid. I grew up in Grayson. Uh, Nice name, right? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I grew up in Grayson just a little while, just a a little bit away from here. But um, like I said, I went to school in South Carolina, um, but then came back down here. And now my wife and I live over in Dekula, which Mm -hmm. is not too far from here, only about 25 minutes or so.
0: Uh, Did you play uh, any other sports?
1: So growing up, I played basketball and football. Um, But then when I got to high school, I went to a really small school. I went to a private school. Um, Both my parents were teachers there. So the schedule was just kind of different than it would be at like other high schools. So I actually played golf in high school as well. So golf for the school that I went to uh, happened in the fall. And so I was able to play golf in the fall, basketball in the winter, and then I played baseball. Was the there
0: a golf course, like 18 holes?
1: Yeah. Well, not at the school, but we went to a bunch of different uh, courses around, he, around here. Um, one of the coolest things I know right down the road from here is that Sugarloaf Country Club or Sugarloaf uh, TPC. That's uh, so, uh, one of my friends used to live in that neighborhood. So we got to play there a, a pretty good bit. That was always pretty fun.
0: So you coach with your brother now, right?
1: I do. So I do.
0: Were you both very competitive when you were my age?
1: Big time. Uh, the interesting thing now is what's funny is when we were little, uh, we didn't really get along very much. I mean, I know you got your little sister over here, but um, when my when my brother and I were, were growing up, we didn't really like each other that much. Sorry, I got to get me some uh, some fuel, like you mm-hmm. said. Um, but now what's really cool is is being able to, to coach with him and, and do a lot of things together. Um, it's been fun because our sibling dynamic has kind of changed a little bit. Yep. Um, which has been a lot of fun for me just being the little brother. I like to be able to do things um that way. But it's also been cool because you know, we're both adults now, and so we both get a chance to be able to, you know, learn from each other in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, what was his path in baseball? Did he ever get to play uh in the professional?
1: Uh, he did not. So he played he played high school baseball at the same place that I did. We both played for my dad, so that was really fun for us to be able to do. My dad was our high school baseball coach. Uh he went to Liberty University, which is up in Virginia. Maybe you've heard of that Um, but Virginia uh, didn't really go the best way for him he just really didn't like being that far away from home so he moved down here to Georgia uh, to finish out his college career didn't end up playing any more baseball got right into coaching right after he graduated from high school or from college Um, so I guess between the two of us if we're being more competitive uh, I'm the one that's got the uh, a little bit more experience playing wise
0: so how did you transition from uh, being a player to being a coach?
1: That's a good question. Uh, Really, it was just kind of natural. Once I graduated from college, I wasn't playing anymore. And so I I really, my uh, plan was always to be a teacher and then to be a coach as well. So that was easy. Um, But I think there was always still a desire to play. Um, One of the things that I think really helped me as a coach when I was younger um, was just being able to connect really well with the players. I felt like the players thought of me Easier as a coach because I was able to I was hey I just graduated from college I just finished playing and so it was easy for me to make connections with them about the game and, and being able to figure out what all we were you know, doing drills whatever just because I had been playing um, so recently.
0: So I'll be a freshman in two years. Okay. Uh, So here's some questions that me and my six listeners want to know. What are you looking for from an incoming freshman and how can a player stand out in the tryout?
1: That's another great question. Um, When it comes to what we look for for a lot of our incoming players – Um, we don't expect anybody to get out there and be throwing 90 miles an hour as a freshman. We don't expect somebody to be hitting home runs every time they touch the bat. But, um, one of the things that's really big for us is some versatility, um, being able to do a lot of different things. Um, a big thing for us as well is coachability, um, because a lot of our incoming freshmen, whether they're super talented or they're just eager to learn, um, the idea of being coachable, especially when you're getting to a high school level, um, I mean. So where where would you be going to high school? Duluth High School. Duluth High School. Yeah. yeah. So if once you go to Duluth, you know your coaches are going to be different than anybody that you've had before, even if it's your travel team or if it's anybody that you've been playing with for a long time signs are going to be different procedures and techniques are just going to change just because you know new coaching staff and all that so uh, a big thing for us is uh, a lot of times is just having our our players be coachable and be willing to listen um, that's always a really big thing. And then when it comes to the actual game, being able to be versatile, play a lot of different positions, mm-hmm. be willing to play a lot of different positions. That's another part of it that's big. Um, and then honestly, man, I mean, I know you love this game. I mean, baseball podcasts are fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just having players that love the game and want to play and play hard and and just be eager to be out there. That's, that's something that you can't really coach. And so when you have players that, like yourself, that are going to come into high school and want to be able to do that. That's what's really exciting.
0: Is there like a middle school um, like like that goes to Appalachia mm-hmm. that you guys can like see what the players are like? Yeah.
1: So we have two middle schools that feed into our particular high school. Um, we have Heyman Morris Middle School and we have Westside Middle School. Do
0: they have sports?
1: Yes and no. All right, so that's kind of a weird question. But so uh, the Georgia High School Athletic Association, the GHSA, they have certain rules that say that if a middle school does have sports, they have to play those sports. But if the middle school doesn't offer them, they can be able to play up the high school. So baseball. And I also coach softball, too. That's a yep. good example. Both of our baseball and softball uh, programs allow for eighth graders to play at the not varsity level, but they can play up at the high school on JV or on ninth grade teams. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually call ours a C team. We don't call it a ninth grade team or because freshmen. or a freshman team. We don't call it that because it also includes eighth graders. Yeah. Because our I think our middle school offers football, basketball, volleyball um, some of the bigger ones.
0: Once, once I graduate seventh grade and when mm-hmm. I get to eighth grade, I'll be able to practice with them and maybe able to play one or two games. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. So a, a lot of schools are able to do that because they don't offer all the sports, but, and so our school is the same way.
0: But what's really bad is my school doesn't have any sports. Really? Yes. None it's, of them. it's a STEM school.
1: Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. My middle school. Yeah. So.
0: So we, we can't really do anything there.
1: Well, that's disappointing. I know for somebody that loves to play, but yeah. um, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's an opportunity for most of our kids. So that's the reason why we have those rules set in place is so that kids have the opportunity to be able to play, even if their sport's not offered at their particular school.
0: Uh, so I started rec ball when I was like six or seven. Okay. The last three years I've been playing travel ball. Perfect. Does the travel ball program matter to high school po- coaches?
1: Yes, Um, I would say that it's a really good thing for our players to play during the summer. Um, It allows for the allows for them to be able to do a lot of things. Um, In my opinion, I think that there are great things about travel ball. I also think that there are things that aren't so great about travel ball. Um, I really think for players that are really getting into things. Um, I think travel ball is great for being able to play more. Um, but the other thing is, I also think you asked me the question about if I played other sports. I think that players being able to play other sports and not necessarily specialize is a great thing for them to be able to do. Um, I know for me, I, I ended up having a couple surgeries on my shoulder when I was in college. Um, I think that a little bit of that was because I didn't take care of my arm as much. Um, partially because I was playing all year long all the time. And so I think being able to play other sports and sort of take some breaks, that can sometimes be a really good thing. So uh, travel ball is a big deal. It does matter uh, because it allows for you to be able to practice and continue to get better when you're not in season. But at the same time, it can sometimes be too much, if that makes sense.
0: Do you, um, do you think there's a difference between travel and high school ball?
1: For sure. I definitely think so. Um, I think that especially as a team, um, and I think a good example is going to be that what I'm going to talk about in just a second. But um, as a team, I think your high school players connect more than with your with your travel team players. Um, one of the things that really made this past season so special for the Appalachian Wildcats is uh, we ended up finishing third in the state. Okay. We ended up going through a lot of different stuff. We had a really bad middle of our season where we really struggled and we had to really come together to be able to fix it. And then what ended up happening was we ended up kind of catching fire and our, and our players were uh, our hashtag type of thing was for each other you know, and we ended up playing for each other really, really well. We connected really well. Um, and that allowed us to be able to go farther than any team in school history had ever gone. Um, and so I think for for high school players, for high school teams, I think that the team aspect is a little bit stronger than it usually is when you're talking about travel ball. Because, I mean, be honest, some te- sometimes you go to a tournament and not everybody's there because they've got vacations or they've got this or that school, and school just in mm-hmm. general, you know? And so I think, um, I think the high school team aspect is definitely where you see some stronger connection.
0: Mm-hmm. I was talking to a kid in high school and he said the main difference is because you see the travel coaches, every practice and games, mm-hmm. but you see your high school every day. Yeah.
1: I think that's another part of it too, because like we get to, we get to be with each other, outside of the sport are there know? practices every day yeah i mean we practice pretty pretty often i mean once we get into season um you know because we start tryouts are usually like middle of january um and then we for before we start to play we are usually practicing about oh, five or six days a week so
0: you guys don't have it in the fall
1: we do some but so some of the georgia high school athletic association rules say that you're not allowed to do team practices in the off season So we do something that's called four-on-ones, which means you can have four players to every coach, which allows you can do some more like one-on-one type of practice, Um, but you're not allowed to have any full team practices in the off-season, at least with the actual coaches.
0: So there's no games in the fall?
1: Not usually. We sometimes will play where we will um, almost do some fall tournaments type of thing. Um, We do some things, but it's usually on kind of a smaller scale. We just don't do things as much as we do in the spring.
0: So my dad coached me most of my life, but now he's stepping back for 13U. What do you recommend parents uh, do with their players as they approach high school?
1: Well, I can give you an example from myself, and then I can also think about as a coach now. So my dad was my high school coach. Okay. So a little, my, my experience is a little different, but I can think of when I was in high school and I was playing travel ball. So I'm going to kind of flip it if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. So when I was playing travel ball, my dad was never my coach. Part of that was because he had his own responsibility as the high school coach, but he also wanted to make sure that I was not getting any kind of special treatment or anything he wanted it to be where I was learning from other people as well. And I think sometimes that's a great thing for some of our coaches and parents to be able to realize is that we've got an opportunity for other people, which, you know, may know more, may not know more. That's not really what I'm thinking. It's more about just having an opportunity to learn from somebody else. And sometimes that goes back to the question that you asked earlier about what I'm looking for from players I'm looking for coachability from players. And if they're only willing to listen to mom or dad, that doesn't sometimes mean that they're very coachable, you know? So sometimes it allows them to be able to learn more from other people. And I think that's a really important thing for us to think about. Do
0: you have any kids?
1: I do not. My wife and I have three dogs. We have three dogs.
0: Okay. So if you did, would you coach your son or daughter?
1: I think I would try to do the kind of the same thing that uh, my experience was where um, because my plan is to is to be a high school coach for as as long as I can until I retire, um, which is still a long way. way. (laughs) But uh, one of the things that I, I would like to do is I would like to coach them when they're young. Just Mm -hmm. so that I know that, you know, I'm still part of it and everything, but then I would like to be able to take a step back and, and really be more of Mm -hmm. more of a fan, more of a parent, uh, to be able to encourage my son or my daughter, um, and be the, be a good parent that way, as opposed to always feeling like I have to be the one that's coaching.
0: Did your dad ever like teach you the game of baseball?
1: Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite memories is, I mean, are you a Braves fan? Maybe. No. I know you're a baseball fan. I know.
0: I know. I, yes, I have a baseball fan. I'm more of a Tampa Bay Rays fan. Okay. But yes. Like I do cheer for the, the Braves if uh, they're playing a team I don't like. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So, um, whenever I was kid, whenever I was a kid, when I was your age, when I would go to the Braves games, okay. Cause, uh, you know, we live here in Atlanta, so you go <laughs> to the Braves games. Uh, my dad would often actually have me take like a, a scorebook with me. Oh, just so that I could learn how, like, you know, how to score a game and all of this. I remember remember that a lot about learning more about the game itself. And so he did a lot of teaching me that way.
0: Did your dad ever coach you before high school? Like, like it, like if you were like little,
1: a little bit, um, you know, he was, like I said, he was a, a coach for himself, himself. So I think He was he was more, uh, you know, like T-ball and and um, peewee, but not really once I got into travel ball. Once Mm -hmm. I was a little bit older.
0: Yeah. Like me, like my age. Yeah.
1: Around your age, he wasn't really my coach until I got into high school. Mm -hmm. Then he was my coach again.
0: Uh, Anything else about the high school playing experience? I'm forgetting to ask.
1: Um, I'll tell you, man, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it will be some of the more more fun experiences of high school. And I'm looking forward to being able to follow you go through into it. That's gonna. I do have
0: one more question. Okay. So there are three teams, right? Varsity, JV, and then your C team. That that's what we do. Yes. So what if like there's not enough players to have all those three teams because there might not be players to like not want to play baseball. Yeah.
1: So usually what we've done in the past, what we've done in the past is we've gotten where we haven't used the C team and we've just had a JV team. And usually sometimes that JV team is just a little bit bigger. So that, because that means that we have eighth graders, ninth graders, some 10th graders that are playing on the JV team. And then usually your varsity team is made up of obviously players that are, are good But then you're usually older players Mm. as well. So usually that's juniors and seniors Mm. that are on your. And
0: I, my last question. Okay. Do when you if you see a really good freshman, Mm -hmm. do you think about them putting on varsity or JV, or do you have to put them on the C team?
1: Absolutely not. If we've got somebody that's good enough to play, age doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ready for some fun questions now? Bring it
1: on. Let's see what we got. If
0: you've heard any of my interviews, uh, you might know I end each interview with some rapid fire questions. Okay. You can answer with as much or as little info as you like. Here we okay. go. So I heard you love a lot of pop culture stuff like me. So I do. All right. First, Star Wars or Marvel?
1: Ooh. Um. Star Wars.
0: Do. You, does like the newer movies have an effect on that?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I love the. I love a lot of the Marvel movies. Um, I think that there's, I, I, there's so many right now that I, I almost feel like I can't keep up. Um, but I love the star Wars movies growing up so inside. I think that's going to be where I think my star Wars is, is what I've got. Which, going.
0: which star Wars character do you most relate to? Hmm.
1: Um, good question. I think I really like Han Solo. I really like Han Solo from back in the original ones. Yeah. <laughs> My is dad it, agrees. It, yeah, he agrees. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter?
1: Ooh, that is actually almost impossible for me. Um uh, can I say Ty? Is that allowed? Is that allowed? I don't, I have I to, don't care. Do I have to pick? I don't know. I love if, both of them. If I someone had a
0: gun to your head,
1: oh which man. one would you pick? I think I'm gonna say Harry Potter. I think I'm going to say my my wife's going to be upset about me because she is she's Lord more Lord of the Rings but I love Lord of the Rings. Have I, you
0: have you read every Harry Potter Lord of the Rings book? I have
1: read all of them, yes, multiple times. So multiple have
0: times. you ever t- taken the Harry Potter quiz on the houses? Mm-hmm. So which house are you in? I am
1: a Gryffindor. I know most people say that, but I am actually like I'm I'm loyal. I am I'm courageous in some time, but the, yeah, I'm actually a, a a Gryffindor. I
0: think my I'm a Ravenclaw. I think. Okay, I
1: can see that being being as smart as you are, I can think I can think that would make sense.
0: Uh, what is a deal breaker trait in a baseball player?
1: Ooh, a deal breaker. Um, I want somebody that I want somebody that plays hard. I want somebody that plays hard. If they're not mm-hmm. playing hard, that can sometimes make it make it really frustrating.
0: Mm-hmm favorite pizza topping
1: um my favorite pizza topping is is three of them pepperoni sausage extra cheese that's my that's my go-to pizza
0: what's your favorite baseball movie of all time
1: ooh um it depends if you're wanting to be if you're wanting to be uh like sentimental if you want to be sentimental it's field of dreams If you want to have a good time while you're watching it, it is probably going to be major league. Major league is funny. That one's that one always is funny to me.
0: Do you have a favorite baseball memory?
1: Um, I've got a couple, um, but uh, both of them are home runs. Both of them are home runs. you mind if I tell you a story? Sure. So when I was a junior in high school, when I was a junior in high school, my team was playing in the state championship. Okay. My dad was my high school coach. I've already talked to you a little bit about my brother, right? Mm -hmm. So my brother is my older brother. The day that we were playing in the state championship was the day that my older brother was graduating from college.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So my dad, even though he was final
0: day of school,
1: final day of school. So my, my dad, even though he was the high school baseball coach was not at the state championship game because he was at my brother's graduation. I ended up hitting a home run to win the state championship, my junior year of high school. And my parents weren't even there to see it. Wow. And so that was, that was a really fun memory. Um, but a really cool one that I'll never forget. Uh, I was playing in college. I was playing college baseball. I had just gone through my first and second shoulder surgery. So I had missed like a year of baseball. I'd had a lot of like personal things that I had struggled with and had a lot of hard time with. And my first at bat back, I hit a home run. And this time my parents were both there this time. My brother was there and that was a really, really cool moment.
0: Nice. Um, holy of <laughs> Coach Gal Bailey. We, we did it. Uh, All right. Did, did he have fun today? I
1: love it, man. This is so much fun. I think this is awesome that you guys have a chance to be able to mm-hmm. do this.
0: Anything else you want to tell our four listeners?
1: <laughs> I thought it was six earlier. I thought it was
0: six. Six four. Say,
1: huh. All right. uh, no, I'm good, know. man. This has been so much fun. I mean, you're right. Baseball is absolutely a blast. I love this. I love this sport, uh, and I love that we've got people like you that are loving it too. Um.
0: Thanks again. If you want more information about the Appalachian School baseball team, please check out their website and hit uh, uh your Twitter at Coach Kyle Bailey. Yes, sir. That's. Uh, Kyle B A I L E Y. Uh, and you can help my show by subscribing to our YouTube and Spotify pages, or following the channel at Baseball Podcasts Are Fun on Instagram. Please check out. Ch- please check back for next week's show. Till then, I'm Grace tonight, and that was Co- Coach Kyle Bailey. And this was Baseball Podcasts Are Fun. Don't forget to swing for the fences. See ya.